dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Monday. Hope you're all doing well. And I'm doing kind of okay, I guess. At least I'm still living and breathing, and I got through Christmas. Now I got to get through New Year's, which is a lot easier, because then I just go to bed and say, see you next year, and then go to bed. Yes, of course. Uh, You, on the other hand, may be celebrating somewhere or at home or something like that, and all I can say is be careful, don't drive inebriated, and have fun. And by that time, I'll... You know, I'll see you again. I'll see you then. You see me. You hear. You hear. You hear my mellifluous voice every day. So there's that. I want to talk today about religion, faith in your world, pantheons, however you do it, and because I saw something that got me to got me to thinking. And that's usually when I get into trouble. So we're going to watch me get into trouble right after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, last night, or I should say the night before, I watched a movie. I watched one of my old movies that I haven't seen before because I've got tons of them. But it was a movie about Martin Luther. And it, I didn't even know it existed. It was done in 1953. Starring Neil McGinnis, Niall McGinnis. It was produced, believe it or not, by the Lutheran. Well, believe it, by a Lutheran church. It looked like as good as a Hollywood historical or British historical epic. But Niall McGinnis started. You may know him as film buffs may know him as the bad guy from Night of the Demon slash Curse of the Demon. He also played Van Gogh's best friend in Lust for Life. And most of the public knows him from Jason and the Argonauts. He played Zeus. But anyway, here he's playing Martin Luther, and I was watching, and I'm going, this is a really interesting historical historical film. And I'm thinking, what if a character wanted to make his own faith, his own religion, follow a god of his own, I don't know, his own creation, or he feels that this aspect of life or faith is underrepresented, and he wants to split off from what I say. He's a cleric, and he wants to split off whatever he's, uh, whatever whoever he's uh, worshiping. How do you go about doing that? That would that's an that's adventures in themselves. That would be very interesting. And I mean, you could make this a whole story arc in your campaign. Say this character here, a cleric of X, wants to worship an aspect of the world, which is character Y. What happens? Okay, let's see. First of all, what happens in the the pantheonistic world? What happens up there 
does the god boom get created if he if he does it you know right or is it a process okay if a player came to me and said i want my character to be a worshiper of the god x or y or whoever how do I go about doing that? If you don't have, say that you don't have that in your pantheon or the gods worshipped, because a lot of times, you know, they take gods from other places, but you sit down with the character and try and iron it out. First of all, as a game master, I probably wouldn't let them do that until about fifth level. We're talking class of level D&D here. I'd want them to get some experience under their belt with their own deity. And, you know, you just either... See, in Martin Luther's case, he ended up being split off. I don't think he wanted to be split off, but he was trying to reform the Roman Catholic Church because it just got too... It got too corrupt, you know, selling indulgences and all that. He felt like you got to get back to believing in God, believing in... You know, back to religion needs to get back to religion, basically. And so there's that aspect to it. You sit down with the player saying, okay, well, what's the deal here? Why does he want to split off? Maybe he feels more drawn to this aspect of the world than he did before. Maybe he had a revelation in his sleep. Maybe he had, it came in a dream. Maybe he had an experience in his life that changed the way he's thinking, which happened with Martin Luther. And... Or he just, I don't know. He just, he just feels that that the current the current administ- administration, the current God worship organization, is not doing its job. That was the Martin Luther. That was Martin Luther's problem. He says they weren't doing their job, their primary job. And so you sit down and go, okay, well, let's figure it out. Who is this God? What does he do? What's his symbol? All this other stuff. And then he, during the course of the adventure, he can go around proselytizing in his spare time. Now, what I probably would do also is to have the character, I don't want him to start at first level or anything like that. I want to retain his level, but he'd only get first to third level spells at that point. I said, you're going to have to cut down your spell list of first to third level spells because this deity isn't well established. If you run a world, especially if you run a world where it's the faith and the prayers that power the deity, then I would cut you back to first to third level spells because that's what all priests get. They'll get it regardless. It's, It's just divine energy. But anything above that, you know, you have to have a deity give you the power. And if they're agreeing with that, so during the campaign, I would have him proselytize. And then I'd start coming up with stuff. Because, you know, nothing happens in a vacuum. And the powers that be are going to take notice. I'm not saying your character has to go up to a temple or a house of worship and, you know, post his post his, his reasons why he's doing this, why the church is bad and all this other stuff. But, you know, things are going to get around. He's going to start talking to, talking to people. And if your world is advanced enough to have, say, a printing press or even or even clerks and scribes, 
he'd, he'd write stuff. You know, he would be writing pamphlets and things like that. And you, he was going to get noticed. And that means the party's going to get noticed. That means there's going to be repercussions from his from not only his own order, but other orders too. I mean, there's going to be other worshipers of other gods out there said, oh, look, he's in trouble. He's easy pickings. You know, say the, you're worshiping the god. They, say you have NPCs who are like evil cultists worshiping a god of murder and stuff. And they're thinking, well, he's not under the protection of the church right now because he's on the outs with them. So let's go attack them or kidnap them, or whatever. And this affects the whole party. Or you could just have it affect the cleric, have him get, say, kidnapped, and they have to go find him. So, creating a new religion is not easy, or splitting off from a religion is not easy. It happens all the time, believe it or not, because in Christianity, there, you know, once you step outside, say, the Catholic and Jewish realms, which I'm not linking to Christianity, I'm just saying... When you're dealing with Catholicism and Judaism, once you, it seems like everything's split off from there. And there are people out there who start their own churches still because they just, this is the way we want to work. It's not that they, they disagree with the ideology. It's more like this is the way we want to worship God and this is how we interpret the Bible. Back then in Luther's day, there was only one interpretation of the Bible. That was the Holy Roman Roman Empire, that was the, the Roman Catholic Church, and you didn't argue. In fact, they kept, and they kept everything in Latin, so the common man couldn't read it, so the priests had to interpret it the way the church wanted them to, and you know, that was part of what Martin Luther was railing against, and that doesn't, so your character could rail against something like, I don't like the way you guys are doing stuff. I think it should be this way. Because they're trying to keep, they're trying to put them between the people and God, and you know that's kind of not right. I know. I I learned this all after the fact. I was raised Catholic, so I learned I learned all this after the fact. But so say your character wants to, he has to go down in a dungeon, okay? And say it's an abandoned temple of the faith that he was previously aligned with. I think any of the tricks and traps or anything that has to do with that God, that God may still protect that place. So he may have a little bit of hard time because all of a sudden, oh, you're dealing with a fallen member of my, my religion? Okay, gloves are off. And all of a sudden he's, you know, he's, it might even change his alignment. And it probably would, depending on what he wants to do, and depending on his personality, and depends on what what he stands for at that point. So, so starting that, I never thought about that before until I watched this movie about, hey, what if somebody started their own religion in your your their own faith in your in your campaign? What would happen? What would happen is plot hooks and adventures. So it's a good thing. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go now. I'm gonna go start my day. And I, if you want to talk to me about it, oldmangrognard, gmail.com, of course. And you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. 
I'd also like to thank my supporters Jonathan Dorje, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Mark S. Walring, Gilbert Soares, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, and I would like to welcome a new supporter, Benjamin Grodel. Thank you very much, Benjamin. I appreciate the I appreciate it. And don't forget Mark C. Walring's The Yawning Albert podcast here on Anchor and Dan Dan Gregg's Jung, Y-U-N-G, Jung Grognar podcast. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.